what's going on welcome to totally blitz podcast today we talk about nfl week seven we're gonna break it all down talk all that shit before we get into it as always go down like and subscribe oh i didn't even tell you kev but we hit 100 subscribers shout out everyone that's along the way it's been a long time coming if you're new welcome if you've been here the whole ride like appreciate it but let's get into it i'm paul pick on win i'm concha got my dolphin shot glass poured up because we're on prime time this weekend and who's with me hey man you already know it's your boy kev water boy boy aka the dom py also known as that motherfucker on your screen man and shout out to 100 subscribers man niggas been working man we've been doing this since last season and we're getting better, man. We got the live stream coming this weekend with um, Comedian Romeo Max. So, like, we always do 2 p.m. Eastern make time. Sure, make sure you're checking us out, man. If you subscribe here, bro, we fuck with you, bro. I'll tell you right now. We fuck with you. You watch these episodes, I fuck with you. And Paul, Paul might not tell you, but he fuck with you, too. So, shout y'all out, man. But enough of all that bullshit. Off to week seven, correct? Is we in week seven, though? Yes, we is. We in week It's crazy. Uh, this is my this. This is my week off from football, technically. It's not my week off because I'm watching all this shit. But I haven't been going crazy deep into everything because, like, I feel like we're kind of at a point now where some team kind of showing us their true identities. Like, but. We know what we got now. No cap. So, it's going to be interesting. So, I'm not even going to lie. I didn't even watch the Thursday game yesterday. But. Oh, you missed I, it. I heard. I've heard that shit went down, man. So, Paul, man, give us a quick recap on the Thursday night football game last week. Last night. Yeah. We both said it. We kind of, I, I, probably because of how bad of a taste Thursday night football gave us the last couple of weeks, we kind of undersold it. But we both were saying, this is going to be like, we're going to see some offense for once. We're going to see some points scored. And then boys definitely did that. 42 to 34, Cardinals won. And I can't, like, D-hop, 10 catches over 100 yards. We, we I, I told y'all hammer it, like, to take that shit all the way. Like, they're going to get him involved. Cardinals look good. The Saints look good. I mean, there was just that one moment, two minutes before halftime happens, and Andy Dalton throws those back-to-back pick sixes, and then the game is like twenty, like twenty-eight to fourteen or something going into halftime, and then it was like catch-up ball from there, and the Saints just couldn't catch. They caught up good, thirty-four forty-two. They put up points, but it's just like that. Like there's those two plays killed them. Like those. When they be thinking, like, you can't take any play off. Like, that's what they're talking about. Like, literally two plays is what settled the game, in my opinion. Like, both offenses look pretty good. Eno Benjamin actually looked good for, a, like, the Saints. Not the Saints. The Cardinals looked like they had a good running game going. Saints defense still is looking terrible. Like, they're, we, we know them as good defensive teams, and I think we kind of got to take that. We can't keep banking on their defense anymore. Like, it's it's, it's dead. But Cardinals get a win, and as always, try and true, I picked against them, and they won, like they always do. Not consistently. So, hey, man, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, even the Cardinals have had beef since last week, but did Robbie Anderson play at all? He got some snaps. I'm not sure. I could double-check if he got uh, any catches. I know he played. He's def- I saw him on the field a couple of days. You know, the announcers made sure when he got on the field, like, there's Robbie Anderson, former Panther, um, no catches, but one target. I think they kind of rushed it because it was already a short week and they got him on Monday. Like mm-hmm. he, he, he probably only, I think he only played like, like a handful of snaps, but we'll probably see him more involved next week. Yeah, that's actually pretty interesting. So 
Kyler Murray, from seeing the highlights, I've seen Kyler Murray made a couple cool plays. But football plays, or was he snapping on Call of Duty after? <laughs> hey, man. So I would, I'm so upset I missed this game, but it was, looks like it was intriguing. We got to look. And I'm definitely going to have more highlights on it. But we got breaking news in the NFL right now CMC to the 49ers. For a handful Everybody, of draft picks. Okay, I think if you didn't capitalize on CMC right now, you're either, like, you're scared of the injury proneness or, like, the Panthers are asking for way too much. But this is a great pickup for the 49ers, losing Elijah Mitchell, being a team that's having trouble scoring, and then probably taking a load of pressure off of Jimmy G. CMC might be what they need, especially to compliment Debo. Could CMC you imagine might- Jimmy G in the pocket and to his right, Debo and to his left, like right there, like gun style is fucking CMC. And the play Shanahan's gonna have cooked up for that. That's dangerous. I think it's after losing to the Falcons. You know what I'm saying? Them boys is like, oh, we gotta figure something out. Put it on them. I'm telling you, they was like, damn, having a number one defense doesn't matter if the number one defense pulls up on us. <laughs> and uh, I think this week also Trent Williams, we'll get on to into the Chiefs game, but. Trent Williams is coming back. Jimmy Ward, who broke a finger or something like two weeks ago, is coming back to practice. Like Nick Bosa is practicing again, looking healthy again. So, so we'll, we'll hit on that more when we get to that game. That's going to be a good one, man. But, hey, let's get into week seven, man. What game you want to talk first, man? First game on the slate I'm looking right now going down. Bengals at home, favored by six and a half over the Falcons. Six and a half? Six and a half. Falcons are still undefeated against the spread, has has covered every spread that they put in front of them. Ooh, Bengals, I mean, the only, the only thing that I will point out before we make our – I know who you're rocking with, but one thing I will point out is the Falcons low-key, we love them, but they have the second-worst pass defense, letting up 281 yards. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins – I'm I'm riding with the Bengals because of that. Just just because like I think y'all get pressure on Burrow, probably get an interception, make it kind of close. I think y'all cover six and a half, but I just think the Bengals get the dub here at home with the crowd going crazy. This is not a good team. The Bengals are not a great team. And I picked Joe Burrow to win the MVP of the season. I don't know why. No one no one no one I like Josh Allen. But I picked Joe Burrow. This is not a great team in my opinion. I think this team is adequate. I think this team also started off slow last season, so they might pick it up, pick it yeah. back up. They might just that might be something they do and pick it up. But this isn't a great team, so six and a half is kind of crazy. I think the 49ers are a way better team than them, and they it was only a five and a half game. So six and a half is insane to me. Maybe it's because we don't play a lot, but that's insane. So definitely taking my Falcons, but I feel like we can if we and I think the thing about it is it's not that we get pressure because I feel like they're used Silver is used to getting pressured and getting like four sacks and still come still coming out with a win so i think that's not the biggest thing you really got to worry about it's just like staying the consistency on offense and when they and if they fire we're gonna fire back like and not letting um land just a there'd be a fat eyes gap and we're kind of playing catch up i think we just stay consistent stay firing keep the ball going to caleb hutley who was looking pretty decent last week and Mariota, who looks great over the air last week. I mean, not over the air, but too much. But he was hitting his receivers when they needed to get hit. That's what's going to be the difference. If our offense can keep up with this offense and just be like a 35, 34, or 28, 34 game type shit, that'd be lit. 
Yeah, I just I see the Falcons getting an interception and everything, but also I just see the Bengals maybe coming out to like a 17-3 lead by halftime. That's and the, wild. And the Falcons just they don't have the like Mariota's throwing like what 14 and 12 passes back to back weeks or something. Like he has like he's just not throwing the ball. Why? Because the run game's working, the defense is balling. And I just I, I don't know what to expect of the Falcons have to be uh shooting it out for like 30 passes. Next game on the slate, Cowboys at home. Dak Prescott is going to play, and they're taking on the Cowboys who are coming off of a bye week right now. Not the Cowboys versus the Cowboys. But damn near. Oh, did I, did I say it wrong? Yes. Oh, <laughs> the Cowboys are at home versus the Lions. Oh. And Cowboys oh. are favored by six and a half points. The Dak is back. The run game has been working. Defense has been kind of looking good. How do you see this game, or how do you see it, like, uh, just looking at it? I think this is um, this is a good this is a good game for Dak, Dak to come back to. I think the timeline's working perfect in Jerry Jones' favor. And Cooper Rush having a bad game last week against the Eagles. They need a, people probably counting them out again. They need a good bounce back game. And playing against the Lions, the team that lets up the most points in the entire league, this is a very good game. I think if I think the Cowboys' number, their method of winning is that same one as all. Get the running backs involved, make that two-headed monster work. Don't let Dak have to leave the pocket too much because it's not it's not the safest out there for him. Motherfucking protect your quarterback and let this defense eat. I think that's the big thing. If their defense can eat and show show that like, oh yeah, we're still like we're motherfucking we're we're that good defense against bad teams type shit. This game will not be close, but if this defense is kind of just laying up points and letting the um, Lions field get into their rhythm, this might be like a 21, 26, 24 type of game. I do expect – I actually think this is going to be like a shootout just because I think even though the Lions have the worst rush defense, Cowboys got Dak back, and they're going to immediately go back to throwing the ball 70% of the time. Like they want to showcase Dak again. And the Lions have a bad pass defense as well, so it is exploitable. But I just I the, the only thing that makes me think this game's gonna be kind of close is the Lions have a really good offensive line when it comes down to like rankings and everything. They actually give Goff a lot of time. And the Cowboys, like the their D line didn't look too good against the Eagles offensive line. And the line, I'm not like the Lions have a actually really good offensive line. Whatever Goff does with it, it's on him. But I just don't expect the same amount of pressure that we see as always. So I, that's why I think it kind of be close. But I, I, I'm right. Like Dak, I think it's gonna be a shootout, and I'm going with Dak's gun over Jared Goff's gun any day of the week. I respect it. I like the Cowboys' defense too much for it to be a shootout. That's why I think it'd be like a close offensive, like offensive struggle type of game. Like this team was making it. This team make a move. Maybe this team forces a turnover, or this team is um. This team got stopped two drives, maybe not three and outs, but they're just two short five play drives. Like that's what I see coming out of this game. I don't see just because of the Cowboys defense. So I got the I also have the Cowboys, but I'm taking the Cowboys defense. I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking their defense over the offense. No, and uh the Cowboys deep pass defense is top four in the NFL, only lined up 183 yards over the air. So that's why I'm taking that boy Dax gun any day of the week. Uh, next game, the Titans are at home. Division rival, the Colts are in town. Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines are expected to play, so we'll get them boys back. 
And let me see, because I know there's some more injuries. Um, I know they're back. Colts. Oh, uh, Darius Leonard, Shaquille Leonard is out again. So all pro top linebackers are not going to play again. So that's something to keep an eye on. And they've only played in one game this season. So I feel like niggas have – we're at the point now you kind of like, hey, bro, I'm starting. I'm a starter now. I don't know what the fuck you got going on. So this Titans defense is tail two teams. Rush defense, they're ranked, like, I think sixth in rush defense, only line up 103 yards. And that's why Jonathan Taylor had, like, 20 carries for fucking, like, 40 yards last game. They held him good. But their pass defense is atrocious. They're the worst pass defense in the NFL. 287 yards per game. I'm not a Matt Ryan advocate, but he did kind of shut me up last week. And he is like second in the league in passing yards. And for that reason, I'm kind of I'm taking the Colts as the weight team. I, I'm not big. They're an underdog. I think these games are going to be close. I think the Titans won the first game and I picked the Titans. And I think this is the division rivalry that kind of always goes back and forth every year. So I'm going to take the Colts to get the other one. That's crazy as fuck. Cause I felt like this would have been this game would have been a great um help to your point to like the Colts are going to finish third in this division. Like, I really felt like this game would have been, like, my No, that was the – the tie was the one I said would finish third. Oh, you said the tie-ins? Yeah, I was low on the tie-ins, and I said the Jaguars would be on top of them by the end of the year. So, that oh, that, that helps oh, me out in, in the year also. So, yeah, I'm taking the Colts, too, because, like, at least I didn't get burnt. I don't mind getting burnt by them this week. But I just think the Colts team is a better team. I don't trust this – I don't. I think the the Titans have a good rush defense because they have to play against motherfucking Derrick Henry in practice. So true. And, and so, but I feel like Jonathan Taylor coming back off an injury. I don't feel like he's gonna have a too crazy game. He's not gonna load management or anything. But if he only gets 15 attempts for like 650, 60 yards, nobody's gonna trip. Maybe you do because you. That'd be a fans. good game though for 60 mm-hmm. yards. He's had like a 30 yard game, a 40 yard game. I think he's only hit like above 80 once all year. And I was against Houston, I think. They have the worst rush defense. Uh, so if you would have a game like that, I feel like nobody would be too upset. And that's what they need. As long as Matt Ryan can just hit his receivers, because he doesn't have many of them, but he's been figuring out a way to utilize what he got. So Tony, stop hanging on Alec Pierce. I was telling you that early in the year also, bro. That rookie wide receiver that like he's looking good. Because me continuing to sleep on him, but he has been look. He didn't look good last game catching that game when he touched I do have a prop on this game before we move on. Uh, we're both on the Colts, and I'm taking Michael Pittman Jr. over 67 and a half yards. By far, Matt Ryan's favorite target, and this Titans defense is the worst in the NFL. So I think he gets 67. I think he gets that. I was looking at the catches, but I was like, ah, let me get the yards. N- next game. The Packers going to Washington to play the Commanders, who will be starting Taylor Heineke, some one of our favorite like quarterbacks from last year. You really love that guy. Love me my Heineke. Yeah, I don't have a Heineken for this episode, and for that reason, I'm going not- to motherfucking Packers. I wonder why. Not literally. What it's tough. I was also picking the Packers. But it's tough to like explain why, because like I feel like the receivers are lower. Their offense around besides Aaron Rodgers and 
is lower because they, they haven't been able to get the run game involved. And their defense is going to make stops because I feel like this team is in that grade on offense. But this team also knows each other with Taylor Heineke at um, quarterback already. So it's not like it would be a very similar to the Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush situation. So why the fuck do you think the Packers are going to win? Honestly, I'm taking the Packers. One of the reasons is because this back-to-back losses for the Packers. I can't see Aaron Rodgers going three losses in a row. I, I, I don't think that's ever happened. I don't know the stat or anything, but that that's probably not maybe only once ever. Like, I don't think it's ever happened. But, I know. yeah, Packers defense, even though they suck against the run, which I've been kind of saying for like two, three weeks now. Like they, they look bad against the run, but the commanders, I don't think they figured out the run game at all yet. Like the Brian Robinson didn't look good. That's just like a full starter. Antonio Gibson hasn't looked good at all. JD McKinsey does a pass catching back and he doesn't get involved really. So I don't think the Washington will be able to exploit the weak run. And if they're going to try and pass it, Packers, where are they ranked? The best pass defense. Uh-huh. 164 yards given up per game. That's their average right now. 164. That's some 1950s type shit. Like they're not letting up shit over the air. And for that reason, I do have a, this is one of my most prop bet games is Taylor Heineke over half interception. I think he gets an interception this game because they're not going to be winning. Heineke under 219 and a half passing yards. He had a mold a lot of games last year, 180, 190, 150. And with this Packers defense is only let up 164 against better opposition, that's going to go under. Then Aaron Jones, over 21 and a half receiving yards. Aaron Rodgers said, we got to simplify this uh, this offense. One thing that I think that tells me is like, hey, this Washington defense sucks. Let's get Aaron Jones involved. He loves the, he loves the pass catching. 21 and a half. And it's scary Terry under 55 and a half receiving yards. Mm. If Heineke's only throwing for like 180, I don't think it's coming from scary Terry's deep threat with Jair Alexander on him. They, like that 55 and a half is going under. He's might we might see some running backs catching the shit, tight ends catching some shit. But Heineke, I don't like he's not an NFL starter for a reason. So that those are my four props for this game. And I went heavy on that because I think this is gonna be a game where we see Packers maybe win like 27 to 14. Sounds like you're going to make a lot of money off this game. That's what I'm like. Yeah, like Washington had Carson. They thought Carson was better than Taylor Heineke. That's all I need to know. It's a better game, uh, man. Damn, that's tragic. Our next game on the list is the Panthers hosting the Buccaneers, Kev. Panthers, they looking atrocious. The Bucks look bad. Maybe this is time for them to look good. Their biggest favorite of the week minus 13 almost two whole touchdowns i don't know why these onlookers are giving the bucks these big ass fucking spreads like they didn't lose that bad ass spread last week that no that's true they've lost straight up to the steelers but this panthers team has looked god awful you telling me you you're like you think they're gonna keep it somewhat relevant no CMC anymore. I was going to say, no Christian McCaffrey. They might as well have said, you know what? Fuck it. New coach. That's his problem. I'm not going to say they pack your bag in because I feel like they'll get it done eventually. Maybe with Baker, maybe not. But there's just too many problems with that. You got quarterbacks. You got receivers arguing with um, coaches on the sideline. 
They got him out of there though. But like this is just it just looks bad over there right now. It's really shitty. I don't see wins coming from this from this from this team in a while. And when it does come to wins, it's gonna be they gotta steal them. And I don't think this is one they can steal right now, especially after how much people have been on Brady's head this week in the media. Like even we was on that motherfucker's head, and like I I, I hate the motherfucker. And I don't be chewing him for real. So like I just don't see I don't see this Panthers doing something that really surprises us. This is gonna be like a god awful game, probably 13, 18, like Bucks. Shit's gonna be shitty. Yeah, we're both on the Bucks. Enough said about that. I probably nobody's gonna even be watching this game, but you can make money on this. You can make money on this game. I got two prop bets. DJ Moore under 49 and a half pass uh receiving yards. They're not throwing the ball. They're not the the Bucks pass defense is like what top seven in the league right now. They're not gonna do shit with it. under 40. He hasn't got over 50 yards, I think, any time this year. And then PJ Walker under 156 passing yards. They're not throwing. He's looking, yeah, he's starting again. He looked terrible like last week. And like if I can keep I'm gonna keep hammering that under. Every time. Next game on our slate, a lot closer game here, Kev. This one I can't wait to talk about, really. The Jaguars are at home hosting the five and one Giants. Interesting. Say that again. Two and four Jaguars at home hosting the New York Giants five and one. Jaguars are favorited minus three on the points. Well, I didn't know the Jaguars are like allowed to be favorited against a five and there's no one's believing in the Giants. I want to see your pick, your take on this one. Like I said, man, I'm not gonna make it sit down and like be a Giants dick ride or anything like that. But the Giants are a real team, like. They they beat the Packers, so they got some wins. And Lamar. And Lamar last week. And they've shown that they don't quit in these late games, in these late game situations. Those two games in a row, they were down and had to come back, and they figured something out. Maybe if it was a late game heroics on defense, or if it's just Danny Dons and Saquon say, hey, we're going to run this thing. But this Giants team, and and their defense is playing pretty good, too. So this Giants team is showing the like promise and they got fights. So like the fact that the Jaguars, who I think probably have on paper a better team than them, is since are the favorites is insane, especially since these boys is five and one. Everybody's really thinking they're frauds. See, this line smells like a trap to me. Everyone I think is gonna be betting the Giants because oh, they're five and one, the Giants are back. And I think, oh, they're an underdog. Like, oh yeah, like, I just this just feels like it, like everything in my guts. Like, why the fuck are they an underdog? And typically, that's the trap. Like, oh, like so. I think I'm a un. I don't like it, but I'm gonna take the Jaguars here. And the only thing that can help me sleep at night is the Jaguars. Uh, surprisingly, third best rush defense in NFL. Uh. Only let up 89 yards per game. So, if Barkley's all you got, and they can shut that down, I think I think the odds makers know what they're doing here, and that's why I'm gonna take the Jacks. That's a very this game's gonna be interesting. What time is this game? One o'clock. Um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna try to get on this game because I want to see what happens. Next game on the slate, last one o'clock game, Ravens at home versus division rival, the Cleveland Browns. 
Ravens are favored by six and a half points right here. Big spread. Coming off of both teams coming off a loss. How do you how do you you, you I, I know you're rocking with Lamar. I'm pretty sure you is. You know I'm rocking with my dog. Lamar. Cause I need the price of that break to keep going up, man. But I just think this game comes down to the Ravens defense, definitely. And just yeah. can they score? Can they can they finish the game? Can they score late night? Can they score last? Can they score in the last couple of drives to put the game away? Can they kick a field goal at least? You got the best fucking kicker in the world. Yeah, and uh, I mean, no J.K. Dobbins. He's out. His ass is going to go under surgery. for the. Uh, he won't be back for like six weeks. So it might be Kenyon Drake all over again. Yikes. But Rashad Bateman, I believe, is back. So the number one target is back for the Ravens other than Mark Andrews. So he have his deep threat. I mean, I, I'm going to take the Ravens again. But this spread at six and a half, I do kind of like just because I think the Browns, the Browns got blown out last week. And I think the Browns this week, the Ravens don't have the best rush defense. And I just think that the Browns will be able to run the ball. And like Jacoby Brissett's two interceptions costed them last week. And like they're just going to take the ball out of his hands. And I think they're like all week, we got to give Nick Chubb 25 fucking carries. What the fuck are we doing? Uh, no cap. I think if I'm the Ravens, it comes. I keep screaming it's gonna come down to the defense because if I'm defensive coordinator for Ravens, I'm like looking like yo, number one rushing team, running, running rushing game in the league right now. Straight up, if we want to win this fucking game, we got to stop this run. So it comes up to you. Like, I got to play harder. I got to play tough. And you know, I got to really get off this bitch because if you really let Nick Nick Chubb break for these 18, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 yard runs. Y'all not winning, so you gotta really hold it down. Cause not only are they gonna keep the game, keep the game pushing, but they're gonna control the time of possession. And when it comes in late, late in the game, and we're trying to scramble around and do something, we're gonna look sorry, looking a little stupid. So one of the so my prop bet goes exactly into that. I got Nick Chubb over seventy two and a half yards. Nice. He's gonna get twenty something carries. They need to give him the ball. Seventy two is way too low for like the top three rusher in NFL, top five rusher in NFL right now. Mari Cooper under 55 and a half receiving yards. And that's because they're going to run the ball. Like they're they're going to be like, all right, Jacoby said, we can't give you the ball 30 throws. So they're just not going to throw it enough for him to hit 55. And Amari Cooper on the Cowboys sucked at away games, always balled out at home games. It was a known, it was crazy. It was crazy. This year on the Browns, two away games. Atlanta, one catch for nine yards. Carolina, three catches for 17 yards. Huh. Interesting. So he's not an away guy. He doesn't do shit on away games. So that, another reason why I'm taking his under and why I think the Brown, like the Ravens probably get the dub here. I wasn't ready for that. I didn't know that. I didn't know he'd really be disappearing on the way when they out of when they out of the city. Yeah, only only in front of his fans, he says. <laughs> only in front of his fans. And then uh, I forgot to hit on this for the last game, but Travis Etienne, he's getting a lot more usage on the Jaguars. He's showing that he's better back probably. And the Giants have shitty linebackers. So I think Etienne goes over 15 and a half receiving yards. He's gone over like back-to-back games since he's been used. And all he needs is like two catches to go over that. So definitely will be used, I think. Next game, 4-0-5. A 4-2 New York Jet squad is going to Denver, mile high, to play the Russell Wilson Broncos. 
Russ is dealing with the hamstring injury, but he probably is going to play because he got fucking Wolverine blood, he thinks. How do you – I mean, I'll, I'll go I'll go first. The Jets are a charade. They are <laughs> they are fake. They are they're a great defense, a good good to great defense and a good run game. Zach Wilson is not that guy. I am big on that and I stand on that. The Elijah Moore, he wants out. He says trade me now. He's not even going to play this week, the wide receiver. He was a first round pick or second round pick last year, a stud. Doesn't want to play there. Why? Because Zach Wilson's not that guy. He was much happier with fucking Joe Flacco. So Broncos defense is is gonna show up and beat the fuck out of this Jets team. I think like I don't care who's that quarterback, how they've been looking for the Broncos. I'd fucking throw Drew Locke back in there. Go trade for him again. They're just gonna beat this charade of a team of the Jets. And when they're de- when this defense shows them what like legitimate rush defense is, and Brees Hall is not breaking for like forty yard runs against the Packers and shit, like we're gonna see that oh, okay. This is the Jets that we know. They're gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets put up seven points this week. You think they got defense like that? Broncos? The Broncos? Like, who's like Zach Wilson's gonna be put into? I think the Broncos might score a defensive touchdown this week. Like, like they might get a fumble recovery on a sack. They might get a pick six off of Zach Wilson throwing it up. And like, you can only hide Zach Wilson for so much. And if they're loading the box to stop your run game because that's all you got and make Zach Wilson throw, a man who only played like six or seven games last year and had 11 interceptions, yeah, huh. he's going to fuck it up. Hey, man, you got to hit them with the meanest left ride on this one. I think the Broncos – see, this is what I like about the um, – I like the Jets' defense. It definitely – Robert Salalala got them boys looking like a real – looking like a problem with um Sauce Gardner leading that deep, that young, young defense. And that's kind of what happens when you have a bad team for that long. You get so many good picks, like something gets good eventually. So it's interesting, though, because I don't see Russ losing to this team. And I really – and I think this is a trap game. Like, if there's any trap games, this would be one. Well, the, I don't the, see Russ- the, the Broncos are only – it's a pick em. Wow. It, the Jets are it, – it, as an away team, it's even it, – I believe it's back-to-back road games for the Jets. So this is their second road stop. And the Broncos are not even favored at home right now. That's interesting because even at home, I don't really see them scoring more than 10. That's the thing. I don't see them scoring any points, but I do see the Jets figuring something out and getting some drives together. Damn, I might have to pick the Jets, which is crazy. Who would have thought? It's 2022. I don't think I've ever done that before. I don't think we – I know I definitely have it in my life. Yeah, let's take the – Oh man, I don't know. I like the Broncos though, but I think I'm gonna take the Jets just to be split with your ass. Why not? All right, no, I like it. I will say this is the other game where I have a lot of prop bets. It's only four. Zach Wilson under 185 passing yards. This Broncos defense is top tier. They're not gonna allow him to throw the ball on them. Uh, they're only let up 184 yards per game. And Zach Wilson's getting an extra yard. Yeah, he's not good enough for that. Zach Wilson over a half interception. I think he throws an interception probably to Patrick Sertain. Brees Hall under 71 and a half receiving yard. I mean, rushing yards. 71, that's more than what Nick Chubb's getting this week. Like, there's no way he's he's doing that against his Broncos defense. For everything you just explained to me, 
makes me really just want to pick these fucking Broncos, but I think I'm going to stick to the Jets. My guts, my, I don't know what my guts tell I will, me. Guts... I, I do have a Broncos under too. Corlin Sutton, they don't have a number yet because Russell Wilson's questionable. So they don't know if who's quarterback, so they didn't give out his receiving yards total yet. But I'm taking the under because if it's in the 60s or uh, – Sauce Garner is legit. So, like, yes, Patrick team's a dog, but Sauce Garner's a dog in his own right. And he's going to be shadowing Cortland Sutton, So and Russ hasn't looked good. So, like, I don't think they're going to get the ball to him. Jerry Judy might have a good day, though. That's interesting. So, yeah, I would take my Jets, though, and I'm going to stick to it. Stick to your gun. Stick to the gut. Another 405 kickoff. Texans are going to Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Did the Both... Texans have a bye last week? Yes, they're coming off the bye. Yeah, yeah. Them buys be crazy because it make you forget like the team exists. I'd be like, damn, you make still play football. And uh I think the Raiders are coming off a bye too. I could be wrong. They are. Okay, yeah. So in both teams, both have one win. This could potentially be another like draft. Whoever loses here might be just getting closer to a top one pick. Mm-hmm. But nah, there's no way you can you can take anybody except the Raiders. That's because of how good they played in that game beforehand. Getting a week off, Josh Jacobs put playing well. Yeah, there's no way you can't take the Raiders in this one because they'll. They're just a good they're a good team that's just a couple steps away. Just every week there's been like some bullshit that made them like uh they're just like one step away from being a good team, in my opinion. Yeah, no, like and you said Josh Jacobs, and the first thing I said the thought of is Houston's the third worst rush defense, letting up 165 yards. Woo. Yeah, Josh Woo. Jacobs is, is gonna fucking feast. And uh honestly, like the Raiders, they just gotta get their shit together. They might, they might, it's gonna be tough to sell on playoffs right now, but y'all gonna start stacking up wins. And I'm picking them also because they got some off-field issues going on. Devontae Adams, a little legal shit going on now. He's gonna play, no worries about that. But this Raiders team only plays good when they got some off-field issues going on. They needed that for the, the right their their year going on. They 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 came into a year this year with a clean slate. They been shitty. This is this is me telling you that you might be the most ancient motherfucker ever than that. <laughs> you need that little you need a little a little drama to get your boys playing. Them boys don't know how to move unless it's something messy. Yeah, they, but we're both on them. Texans stink. Next game, Chargers are at home to play the Seattle Seahawks right now. This is – Chargers are minus five. They're the home favorite. I I don't really know how to break this game down because, honestly, like, the Seahawks' defense is pretty bad. But it's not like – I think Austin – Austin Eckler might have a good game, but I just don't – I don't know. I just feel like Seahawks – like Tyreek Woodland has been a dog with four interceptions on the year already as a rookie, two fumble recoveries. Like, he's – He's been balling as a fucking rookie at corner. And Gino, this Chargers defense, like JC, JC, uh, whatever, Jackson got sat towards the end of that game last week because he was getting ate up. And this is the, the, your, your corner you just spent all that money on. Like, I just don't know how to really look at this Charger. I don't know. I don't know how to grade these teams right now. That's crazy. I was about to say the same thing. I was about to say, huh? Well, the defense motherfucking. 
they spent so much money on this defense, but nobody's noticed what the money where the money went yet. So like maybe with time this defense meshes and they get figured stuff out. But so far it's just they haven't looked great this season and it's crazy that they spent a bag on the boys. Yeah, and with the Chargers, I at least know that they're playing with like some passion. They're playing to to show the world that like, yeah, Russell Wilson didn't, isn't why we were good, and they're like, Geno Smith is a dog. Like they 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 rally around Geno. I'm probably I'm probably gonna lean towards the. I don't have many dogs on my card, so I'd probably gonna lean towards the Seahawks here. And I think this might be another shoot a shootout game. This might be like a a thirty one twenty seven game. No, nah, the card the Seahawks definitely have not have been impressive all season and they really haven't disappointed you said the falcons are number the only undefeated team against the spread the seahawks are probably just one of the most consistent teams when it comes to fighting and staying in it within the game but i'm giving them all that respect but i'm really taking the motherfucking charges because even though i don't trust this past defense especially against the geno smith who's been balling the last few weeks i think justin herbert you know he low-key leads the league in pass attempts. I'm not shocked, especially going with four on fourth downs. Like, I don't think Eckler's had a 20 carry game all year. Nah, I think Brandon. Yeah, I think Brandon Staley and um, Brandon Staley comes up with a game plan to keep Austin Eckler working and take a little bit of pressure off of um Justin Herbert. So I have to take the Chargers on this one. The Chargers. I respect it. Next game, 425. This probably could have been a primetime game here. 49ers at home to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and company. This is the Kansas City's favored by a point. This is a pick 'em. 49ers are a home dog. 49ers defense, we've been saying probably is the best in the league. They have the second best pass defense, uh, only allowing 168 yards. Whereas we all know Patrick Mahomes is on a fucking mission this year. So we like to see how, like, something's got to give on that. Nah, that's interesting because this 49 team's coming off of that L. So. Yeah. And it, uh, Christian McCaffrey probably will suit up. I'm pretty sure they're going to have some plays for him. I think it's going to be a lot of bubble shit stuff out of the backfield. Nothing's too crazy. And probably like some runs. But if I'm smart, if they're smart, they're not gonna do too much with him just because of the, the high injury factor. But and they literally got bro like yesterday, like yesterday was his first time in a jersey. So, mm. but this 49ers team is looking to bounce back. I feel like not that. I mean, like bet, second best rush defense also only led about 87 yards on the ground. Like they are as a as a unit, they're only letting up like two hundred and fifty yards total for teams. Like that's just absolutely nuts. You think them boys can figure out a way to score on this 49ers defense like the Falcons did last week? <laughs> I think they do score, but I just like Jimmy G, all the hate that he gets and everything. I saw some stat like off a loss, he's like 17 and 3 or some crazy shit. Like when he loses the second, like the next game, he usually wins. Almost every time. And that's also just because that's the 49ers. Like, the 49ers don't usually lose a lot of games back-to-back. I'm, I'm riding the 49ers here as a home dog. I need to find more dogs. And i actually been, like, thinking about it. And as a home dog, I'm going there because Trent Williams is coming back. And this 49ers team hasn't looked the same without him. And now that he's back, I expect that, like, okay, this run game, it's already been killing. But 
we're going to finally see it back at 100%. And then Jimmy G with Debo, Christian McCaffrey now. The uh, the fucking uh, – um, the Chiefs let up, like, an insane amount of uh, – they don't have, like, the worst pass defense, but they're, like, sixth worst pass defense. 266 yards over the air. So, I, I just see that the 49ers are going to win here, I think. I was about to say, but the I want to take the 49ers in this one, but the Falcons are kind of exposed they asked last week. But the Chiefs are also coming off of a loss 2-9. That was a heartbreaker with their last interception. To the Bills, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take – so we've been going in different these last couple picks, so I'll keep it moving. So if you're taking the 49ers, I'm going to take the Chiefs just off the face to, like, they can kind of – they want to keep their momentum going. It really makes up. And then, because even though they lost in that Bills game, they look good still. So that was the biggest thing. If they just take two less interceptions, they probably win that game. No, I agree. Uh, next game on the slate are prime time, 8 o'clock Sunday night football. The Miami Dolphins at home to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pickett is expected to play for the Steelers, and Tua is expected to play with the Dolphins. All the Dolphin fans know, like, like the like without Tua averaging sixteen or seventeen points per game, with Tua averaging twenty five, like just all the numbers when Tua plays versus when he doesn't play, it's it's crazy. So, like, you know how I'm coming. I'm going big on the Dolphins here. We're favored by over a touchdown, minus seven and a half. So even the better world is heavy on Tua's Dolphins to beat this Pickett Steelers. Prime time. I will point out. Maybe it's a Brian Flores revenge game. Brian Flores is now the linebacker coach of the Steelers, and Brian Flores and Tua is a known they do not fuck with one another. But how do you feel? Is are you riding my dolphins with me prime time, or are you are you leaning into the Brian Flores revenge game angle? I mean, I think that the defense probably would have the nice are the players coming back on defense. Mika will be back. Uh, no TJ still, but Mika will be back. And I think one of the corners – so they're more healthy than they were last year. So they are getting players back. So I'm definitely respecting the Steelers team. I think this team can – defense can show up. And Kenny Pickett's found a way to find ways to score touchdowns. I think he's better than Mac Jones already, but that's just me, though. But um, I got the Dolphins by 100. But, like, after the Steelers found a way – and Brian Flores could probably scheme something. Until you have to deal with Tyree running the street. And then phew, after that, it's a whole different vibe. And Tua probably is very hungry, waiting to show people, like, yo, bro, this concussion shit was just a concussion, real quick. I ate that shit. Now let's play. No, and uh, I'm going to be on the lookout for two things. One, is Brian Flores going to try and kill Tua? Does he not fuck with Tua that much? I mean, we got to look out for some bounty shit. I'm fucking crying. And the second thing is, is now Tua, since he's the face of concussion protocol, are we going to get the flags on rough? Is he going to get the Brady flags? Is he, if you hit my boy a little too rough, are we going to get those flags every time on roughing the passer? Next game and our final game of the week, Kev, we made it all the way to Monday night football. It should be a quick one so that we could go into our locks and dogs for the week. Cause honestly, I know we're both on the same side here. The Patriots are at home to take on the Chicago Bears. Why do they keep getting fucking primetime games? Fuck. <laughs> hey, I think this will be a high-scoring game for at least one team. 
And the same take I had for the Patriots versus the Browns, I'm reusing it. The Bears are good at one thing. When Bill Belichick goes against a team that's only good at one thing, he fucking tears them apart. He takes that away from them. Like, it's your kid's favorite toy. They take that shit away, and now time to do something else. And then you're going to make Justin Fields throw? Good fucking luck. Like <laughs> And... Patriots are favored by over a touchdown for a reason. I'm I'm riding the Patriots heavy here. So yeah, I think Bill Belichick comes out big. And the Bears have like the second worst rush defense or fourth, line up 163 yards per game. Another this is Bill Belichick running the ball 40 times, win the game, and just destroy you on defense. I'm just mad that they keep giving these motherfuckers prime time. I understand it's historic their franchise and all that good stuff, but come on, give me something I want to watch. Facts. And I will say. Only this easy prop bet money here. David Montgomery under 55 and a half rushing yards. Patriots are going to take that run game away. He's not going to get anything like that. And Justin Fields over a half interception. He's going to yeah. be throwing the ball probably a lot because they're going to be down. And Justin Fields, and it with the two best corners in NFL right now, according to PFF, Jonathan Jones and Jack Jones, one of them is going to get an interception. And then Sunday night, I forgot to hit on. I got Waddle over 60 and a half receiving yards. When two a place, he's gone over that every game. I thought you said 16 and a half. I was going to say, duh. <laughs> I, got- I wish, bro. I would put the fucking house on 16 yards. Nah, no cap. But now, um, Monday, nobody wants to see that bullshit. So I'm definitely taking a picture on that. All right. So then let's get into the locks and dogs of the week, Kev. Well, I'll keep the good mojo going. You've picked first, I think, the past few weeks, and every time you've been killing it on your locks and dogs, Kev, so I don't want to ruin it. You go first. What's your locks and your dog of the week? Um, so one lock, I definitely got the Cowboys over the Lions. I think, okay. that, Cowboys, I think that Cowboys defense is going to look good against this Lions offense. Michael Parsons stays busy. Haven't got a Trayvon Diggs interception in a minute, so we definitely should be on the lookout for one of those. But yeah, you know this Giants, this Cowboys team always looks good against bad, bad teams. And then I think a very unsafe lock, but why not? Is the Packers versus the Commanders? I think Taylor Heineke is not is not him. Motherfucking Aaron Rodgers is wants to simplify the game and get a motherfucking dub after these two embarrassing losses. So I'm definitely taking them. And then my dog would be. The Giants, I'm taking a trap game. I'm I'm praying they don't play their trap card. I'm... <laughs> All right. No, that's not bad. That's a close game. I'm going to go with – I'm going to co-sign the Packers. I got, like, the Taylor Heineke's not it. The Packers got the best pass defense, and I just don't think Brian Robinson's good enough to exploit their bad rush defense. And no way Aaron Rodgers loses three in a row. Taylor Heineke is not 4 p.m. No, he is not. He's not 4 p.m. Thank you, Kev. And then uh, my other lock, very close spread. I got the Broncos here. I think they're just way better. Their defense is going to put Zach Wilson. It's going to make Zach Wilson throw the ball, and Zach Wilson is going to cost the game. And we see the Broncos win. Like, even with Russell Wilson banged up or whatever the fuck they're saying nowadays. And then my dog, division rival. This game's always close. I feel like they always split it every year. I'm taking the Colts. They got a good defense, even without Darius Leonard. They're still a great defense, and the Titans got the worst pass defense. And I think Matt Ryan's 
he's shown he can throw some these past this past week. So I think he's gonna be able to throw it. And we'll see we'll see the Colts win that game. Then Oh let's see. And then the only thing we got left is uh the best bets. I'm changing it up this week. I'm not getting out five spreads. I keep I'm not I'm not a big spread person, so I did find some that I really loved, and it's the Packers minus four and a half. This was already up to like six at one point. Now it's only four and a half. It might get even smaller to like four or three and a half. So we might want to wait a little bit, but I'm taking the Packers here. I there's gonna that defense is gonna make Heineke make mistakes. Packers are gonna score, make it simple. Aaron Jones is gonna have a great day. And uh that's the real weakness is rust, and they don't they're not gonna be able to run the ball. Washington has not ran all year. So Packers minus four and a half, first one. Patriots minus seven and a half. They're trying to scare you off this line by making it over a touchdown. Don't be afraid. We saw what they did to the Browns last week. This is a, a one-dimensional team. Bill Belichick will take that one dimension away, and now you're you're stuck in no man's land. And that's exactly what he's going to do. And the Bears have the, one of the worst, top three worst run defenses, and the Patriots and Zap or Mac, whoever's in, is going to look great as they run to victory. I respect it. I respect it. Broncos minus one. This is co-signing. Really like really like the Broncos. Broncos pick. I don't. Trust is it, this. I might even wait because the Broncos are favored by almost a field goal, and now it's a pick 'em. And come game day, they might be an underdog. And if they're the underdog, I'm taking that plus money odds, and I'm t- I'm gonna cash in because this Zach Wilson is gonna look bad this game, and like they have a rush defense that's gonna hold that run game, and then what? Then we got to see Zach Wilson throw it up. And then what, Patrick Sertain getting interceptions? Like, I just I, – I, that's how I see this game going. And then if I uh, – to add two things to the best bets, just because I I do like the number five, I'm going to go David Montgomery under 55 and a half rushing yards. Pat, <clears throat> yeah, the, the Patriots is going to shut that shit down. They're, they're not going to get that shit going. And then the only other one is Travis Etienne over 15 and a half receiving yards. Giants, yeah, Giants have a bad linebacker core. They're gonna get that boy involved. He's he's been he's been used a lot in the past two weeks. So that's my take on the five best bets of the week. I'm changing it up so we can start hitting some more. I'm trying to get y'all some money. I respect it, man. But this is week seven, man. The NFL season is going by fast. Make sure you get some cash. Listen to that boy, Paul. But to close it out for y'all boys, man, the NFL week seven, this has been another prediction, another episode of the Totally Blitz podcast. Make sure you stay tuned because we're going to have recaps, our recaps, and then our Thursday night football picks next week, next time you see us, man. Make sure you're tapping into the Fight Club. The Friday night Fight Club just dropped, and boy. It was a great weekend of fights. We got another great weekend of fights. And make sure you sure. stay you stay tuned and make sure you tap into the live stream we got going on at 2 p.m. during the UFC 280 main card, man. My name is Lil Kev, a.k.a. Kev Waterboy Savoy. I'm in this bitch with Paul Pickham with him concert. And if you didn't know, man, we don't mind telling you again that this has been an episode of the Totally Blitz. Yeah, bitch. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. I got a problem, got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic.
Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Cause my gang got tools, you could call them boys.